1: Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
2: Coach Seriani's call is brought to you by the Pennsylvania Lottery with new Monday draw days and more chances to win the double play. Powerball just got better from Pennsylvania Lottery. Ladies and gentlemen, the head coach of the Eagles, Nick Seriani. Hi, Nick.
3: Hey, Angela, How you doing?
2: Nick, welcome to Philly after a loss. <laughs> People Ooh. are fired up today and it's not good.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. With good reason. All
2: right. I was just speculating, Nick, that uh, like after everything was done, all your obligations, you went home and started to replay the four plays where you were four, uh, fourth and goal from the one. Am I right? Does that run through your head all night?
3: Yeah. Not only, you know, do I just replay it in my mind, obviously the video the coordinators here, Pat Dolan, he, he's able to get that film to me right away. And I, when I went and watched it, um, that's, that's the first thing you do is, you know, it's, it's accountability and everybody, everybody on Sunday and Monday are going to be accountable for what they did. And, and that starts with me. And that's, uh, you know, I went back and looked at those plays and, you know, when they don't work, you, you obviously want, you want them back, uh, I like the goal line plays that we called early. I thought they had a chance, uh, a good chance. Uh, I liked them, but you know, they didn't work. And so I got to, I got to be better at calling the game. And and on second thought on the other one, uh, you know, I don't, I don't love my last call there uh, with the, with the trick play and uh, um, look good in practice though. But you know, they did, they did a good job of, of giving us a disguised look and, and making us think it was one coverage and it wasn't. And, you know, they got us. So it's credit to them too. But I got to put our guys in a better spot to make a play um, and make a play instead of uh, calling what I called. So uh, it starts with me. Accountability starts with me.
2: And that, by the way, we, we really, in this city, we really do appreciate that kind of thing. On the trick play, there is speculation among fans that you were trying to win over the home crowd by calling to mind one of the greatest plays in Philadelphia sports history—the Philly Special in the Super Bowl—was that in your mind at all?
3: No, I, I actually called play. I thought I had the best chance to score right there um, against a certain coverage. And again, they didn't—they didn't play that coverage. It looked good in practice. Um, I could see why people would think that, you know, because of the success of that play, but not that that's never in my intention. My intention is always to call the best play to give our guys a chance to win. Um, it's always about the team. First It's team, team, team. Um, and I just, and I got to prove that every week uh, that it's about that, but that was my intentions on that play.
2: Nick, just so you know, we are also coaches, but we don't get paid for it. And the <laughs> whole city, Nick wants you to, when you got a one yard situation, want you to quarterback sneak forever yeah four times if necessary did that enter your mind to try that with jalen
3: the well you know i know we you know i know we did that later in the game and we we had the ball on the you know i want to say the half yard line quarterback sneaks and without giving away too much but quarterback sneaks aren't usually in my thought process unless it's a little closer and that's a that's a half yard less than a yard um but that doesn't mean it's not right i gotta look into that i gotta look into um uh, all, the, all the things that, you know, if, if, if anyone's done that before with the four, four quarterback sneaks, and I'm up to doing anything I can to learn to get better um, for this team because uh, to help this team win.
2: All right, now, Nick, we've got some comments from the Niners locker room saying that they felt really encouraged late in the first half and that it led through the dominance in the second half. As you look back on the opportunities, the block field goal, there were points left on that field. Do you think it turned the psychological aspect of the game around? If you go into the locker room nine nothing, thirteen nothing, isn't it in a whole different mindset?
3: Uh, yeah, I, I definitely believe that. And that uh, was one of our goals was to start fast and to and to get a good and to get a good lead. And uh, we didn't do that. And that was a goal that we you know we we set out. We, we always have we always have goal three goals offense, three goals defense, three goals special teams and one of the ones on offense was to start fast put them in a hole and uh you know we we had we had opportunities to and and we didn't and we didn't so we could have easily been up 13 nothing at half we could have been up 13 to 7 but any lead right there especially a, a, a two score lead would have would have definitely helped us and uh, so i yeah i think they're right to, to say that
2: the niners final possession of the first half which led to their lead at 7-3 Seemed like the defense had a less aggressive pro- approach than they did earlier. Is that accurate?
3: Um, I don't think they did anything differently um, there than what they were in the, the the first the first quarter and a half. Uh, you know, they they give credit to them for making some plays. I thought Kyle did a good job of calling a couple screen plays to take you know because we were still being aggressive and they and they hit us on a couple screens that that they went. So I don't think the mindset changed. And I, I don't think that anyone was thinking, Hey, we're the best in the world because, you know, we, we've been shutting them down to there. It was just, Hey, we were just still being aggressive and still playing hard and, and give credit to the 49ers. They made a couple of plays. And I think uh, coach, coach Shanahan had, had a couple good calls in that scenario to, to help them make good plays.
2: Yeah. And that is a good team. Nick, there's no question about that. I, I'm curious about um, losing two top Linemen, one on each side of the ball, the two Brandons. How, how big effect and effect did that have in the second half when they seemed to really gain a foothold physically?
3: When when you lose two players like that, it's always it, you know for me to say uh, you know we just got to go out. Yes, it's uh, we we do have to be next man up mentality. We always have to be that, but I don't want to take away from those two players. They're they're phenomenal players. They're phenomenal leaders. And so that always does affect you. Um, but we do have to think that way. We do have to think, hey, next next guy up. And I think we've got some pretty good depth here to be able to do that. Um, but like I said, anytime you lose good players uh, that are the the heart and soul of your team, and they and they lead and they make plays, that always is going to affect you. But um, we got to we got to do our best to say again with dog mentality that dog mentality works with, you know with a lot of different things. If a good play happens, if a bad play happens, if somebody gets hurt. Um, w- whatever it may be, we gotta we gotta be we gotta be thinking about the next play and not and not what happened on the last play or not what's gonna happen in five plays from now.
2: Hey Nick, you're, one of your areas of expertise is uh, coaching wide receivers. Rager made an amazing play. Hertz made an amazing throw. But Rager's out of bounds. Yeah. And we think that's wide receiver one oh one. Sure. How does that happen and how do you fix it?
3: Well, the one thing on on that play is I want him just to give a little bit more release on the line of scrimmage, um, and but his job is first and foremost on that one with the play that we're running is to clear the is to clear it out first. So by all means necessary because there's a there's a crossing route coming from the other side from from Ques Watkins uh, on the other side. So you know, but still he could give a, a little jab right there. But let I mean without. Without going even too, too far into it, he didn't walk out of bounds on his own. In, in the NFL, you're not allowed to make contact past 10 yards. Uh-huh. So I'm not saying that one way or the other, but you know he didn't just go out of bounds on, the own, on his own. But there's definitely ways that we're going to fix that um, as far as how he releases off the line of scrimmage to save a little bit more room for Jalen right there. Um, but great play for both of them. Uh, it's, it's a shame it didn't count.
2: Nick, if, if he gets knocked out, he can come back in legally, correct?
3: He can't be the first one that. Angela he can't be oh. the first one to touch it. Okay. That's the, that's the issue. Now, if the DB tipped it and then he caught it, oh. then then that counts. But he can't oh. be the first one to touch it um, in the NFL. That's that's the rule.
2: Okay. Now, y'all in the second half, you had a, at least a couple of really bad personal foul pen, penalties. Um, how do you address that the next day, Nick?
3: The, the same accountability as as everything. It's we we got to we come in here. Um, and we're, and we're going to have hard conversations as coaches, uh, you know, we're going to be in here and we're going to be holding each other accountable as if we're the ones that did it. If that position coach and that coordinator, you know, we're the ones that did it. And so, um, it'll start there with, with us as coaches and then it'll, they'll, we'll say the same things that we need to say to the players, um, to make sure that doesn't happen again. So any, any personal file. Um, is is unacceptable, and we and we and, we'll, and we got to get that fixed.
2: And Derek Barnett, you may not be aware of this because you're the fir- first year coach here. He's been a repeat offender with these kind of things. Does that make the message even stronger to him? Do you need to know that he's not going to keep doing that?
3: Yeah, I mean uh, that's that's more like everyone's on a clean slate with me. Um, mm-hmm. I can't think about the, the things that happened here in the past. Uh, all I got to do is be able to uh, correct is correct what happened in that game on Sunday all
2: right, Nick, what did you think of the fan support? What was it like to be in that building
3: ooh it was it was electric it was electric i just i'm just uh sorry that we couldn't couldn't get it done for them um it was uh that that place is is unbelievable, and my brother was at the game and and he he kind of came. He was he was texting my wife before, just letting them know where they were going to be and everything like that. He's like, this place is hopping. This place is uh, is going nuts right now. And it was nine in the morning, so um, I, I could feel that energy right from the beginning. And then you know you could feel that energy in the game as well. Uh, great fans. Again, uh, sorry to them that we couldn't get it done uh, because I know how much they they have invested in that in in our team. And so um, uh, the the. The energy there was was incredible, and I uh, look forward to continuing to play home games there and have that support that we that we have.
2: Nick, uh, any input from your brother on play calling and stuff like that? Does he give you any of his thoughts after a game?
3: Uh, he, I ask him, and, and oh. sometimes he does, and sometimes he doesn't. Uh, he, he didn't have anything for me in, in that <laughs> game. He, he, You know what he said to me when I was beating myself up about the call, the couple of the calls I made? He said, yeah, well, dog mentality, move on to next week after you fix this week.
2: Wow. Last thing, Nick, how long does it take for you to get over a loss?
3: Yeah, this today is today is fixing those mistakes. So it's going to it's going to linger today until we start game planning for the for the Cowboys. So. You know it it is it's you know this this morning is never going to be fun it's not going to be fun for me it's not going to be fun for the staff but it's a necessary point of this of the accountability a little different player schedule today because of the Monday night game but normally it would be you know around two o'clock where we'd be done with the players and we'd be really moving on to the next game Um, and that and when you move on to the next game it's got to be the move on to the next game I I, again, I have to practice what I preach in, in dog mentality, and um, there's no—it's no different here on a Monday than it is on a Sunday. So um, this will stay with me until we until we move on to uh, move on to Dallas, and then it's got to uh, just just like a corner who gets beat on a deep ball, I, I, we got to have a short memory too. But also knowing what we did wrong and fix it. So dog, again, the thing with the dog mentality is it's not just like you just don't move on. It, like yes, you do in a sense, but it's also fix the mistakes that happened, right? It's not, it's, 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 there's a little bit more to it. Like learn and fix the mistakes that happen and learn and, and, and keep going with the the good things that happen.
2: Nick, all you got to do is beat Dallas and everybody, everything will be forgiven. and we will love you even deeper than ever before. Beat Dallas. You got it. That's the goal. (laughs) Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. Thanks, Angela. Nick Seriati.
0: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas,